This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Border to Border, the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Voted on by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association. The award-winning Wendy's Big Show. Wendy's Big Show. This is the Wendy's Big Show with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, former Badger and Packers running back Gary Ellerson, and the inventor of the Lambeau Leap, Pro Football Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. Welcome in to the Wendy's Big Show. I'm Toby Altizer in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Gary Ellerson with the week off. Leroy Butler will be in shortly. We're talking with you about the Green Bay Packers as training camp gets underway today. First practice, veterans reported yesterday. You saw Aaron Rodgers roll up looking like Nicolas Cage. Still hasn't cut his hair. Rolling up in a tank top. He looked ready to go. First practice gets underway today. Brian Gutekinst and Matt LaFleur address the media up in Green Bay today. So we'll hear some clips from them coming up later in the show. Also got to talk about the Milwaukee Brewers. Last night, Ethan Small makes his second career start. Struggled against the Minnesota Twins. But the Brewers, in exciting fashion once again, Luis Urias continues to come up in these big spots. He comes up with a walk-off sack fly to win it for the crew in the ninth. So exciting one last night for the Brewers. They'll look to try to take a sweep against the Twins today with Corbin Burns on the mound. But exciting one last night for the crew. We'll get into that in the third hour. But of course, of course, of course, with practice getting underway today, first time, gotta talk about the Green Bay Packers. And that's where we're going to start today. Talking about this offense, last year they were 10th in points, they were 10th in yards, they're expected to have a better defense this year, the Packers are, so the question is simple, how good does this offense need to be to contend for a Super Bowl? 
Are you expecting them to take a step back? Because I am. And if they do take a step back, where could they end up finishing that would allow them to still be Super Bowl contenders? Because this defense is going to be elite. It's going to be one of the best in football. And with that being said, you're going to need the offense to still give you something. But how much do you need out of the offense to still make you a Super Bowl contender. You can give us a call on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, 855-830-8648. Start your deal today at vanhornauto.com, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. Again, I'm Toby Altizer. Tim Shea is producing the show for us today. We are live from the Lakeland University studios. Lakeland University is now offering co-op credit for work experience. Learn your way at lakeland.edu. We'll see. We might be able to talk with Tom Silverstein. Not sure. Packers practice is going to get underway here in just a little bit. Not sure if we'll be able to talk to him. But it was good to talk with Ryan Wood yesterday. And we got some info into some things from Brian Gutekunst. And we'll hear from him in the second hour because he talked about David Bakhtiari's injury. And that's another thing that's going to impact this offense is, is David Bakhtiari going to get back out on the field? Brian Gutekunst said he is cautiously optimistic. I don't know if Packers fans generally feel the same about that, but we'll get into that in the second hour. How good does this offense need to be to contend for a Super Bowl? So, again, last year, 10th in yards and 10th in points in the NFL. I think they're going to take a step back this season. You can't lose a guy of Devontae Adams' caliber, not really replace him with anything that you know for sure is going to come through for you. You know, you bring in Christian Watson in the second round, and I'm hoping that he can be a solid receiver, but he's going to start the season, or at least training camp, on the PUP list, so he's not going to be able to get onto the field right away. Sammy Watkins, another guy you brought in, expected to maybe contribute. He's on the NFI list, non-football injury list. I'm not exactly sure what's going on there. So those are two guys that are supposed to play big roles for this Packers team and they're not going to be on the field to start training camp. And as much as losing Devontae hurts, losing these guys at the beginning of training camp too, to pile on top of that, that's definitely not going to help because these guys are going to have to come in and step in for losing Devontae Adams. And these practices at the beginning, look, you need all the practices you can possibly get to build that chemistry with Aaron Rodgers, to build that trust up. And... At this point, they're not going to have tons of practices. And so it's getting to a point where either Romeo Dubs is really going to have to step into a big role. Alan Lazard, it's obvious that he's going to have to be an incredible receiver for the Packers this year. So he's going to have to step into a bigger role. And I'm just not sold on this Packers offense being as good as it has been in years past. Now, the one thing that gives you some confidence is is you still have Aaron Rodgers under center. He's a guy that's shown throughout his career that even when maybe he doesn't have the weapons necessary, he's going to be able to get the job done. You know, it's it's crazy to think that what we've done the last couple of years, and I don't know where this tone changed, but the last couple of seasons, it's been an argument. Have the Packers given Aaron Rodgers enough in terms of receiving options to compete for a Super Bowl? And that was with Devontae Adams. You said the number two wasn't good enough, talking about Alan Lazard or whoever the number two was, and you've done that for the last couple of years. 
And now, Packers fans, it seems like we want to talk ourselves into thinking that Devontae leaves and there's enough on the offense to get this done. I just don't know that there is. I think you're going to have to change how this offense is run. I think you're going to have to run the ball more. You're going to have to depend on A.J. Dillon. You're going to have to depend on Aaron Jones. Those are going to be your two best playmakers, so you're going to have to find ways to get them the ball. And I don't know any receiver off the top of my head on this Packers roster right now that I think is going to step in and make a huge impact in terms of filling in for Devontae Adams. I mean, think about this. You're losing 1,500 yards and almost 20 touchdowns with Devontae Adams, and you're going to run back the same receiving core just without Devontae. You drafted a couple rookies. We already have talked about this plenty with Devon, or with Aaron Rodgers and with rookie receivers. We've talked about that plenty during the draft process. We talked about that after the draft. So we'll see if he's able to develop a chemistry with some of these rookies and they can make an impact right away. But that's going to be a big question mark. Then you look at... Lazard stepping into a bigger role. Can he come through with it? You look at Amari Rogers, a guy that you spent a draft pick on. Can he step up and be a solid slot guy alongside Randall Cobb? And then you look at the offensive line, and Leroy brought this up yesterday. There's some question marks across that offensive line. Look, if you brought Elton Jenkins back and you had Bakhtiari and these guys, you do have solid players, but a lot of these guys aren't going to start the year on the active roster. David Bakhtiari, who knows when he takes the field again? And at this point, if I'm the Packers, I'm saying, I want to make sure you're 120% ready as opposed to making sure you're 90, 95%. We're waiting until the absolute last second, and then we'll bring you back. That's kind of where I'm at with Bakhtiari. And then Elton Jenkins, you don't want to rush him back either because you just saw what happened with Bakhtiari. And I don't know that you can say the Packers rushed Bakhtiari back. I think this has just been a case of an injury that's every possible setback, every possible problem you can run into, David Bakhtiari has run into. But I don't want to rush Elton Jenkins back because you just saw with Bakhtiari that if things don't go right, you could end up seeing issues with really the rest of this guy's career. So I'm going to get those guys back at some point, I assume, at least Jenkins, I assume. But at this point, you're going to roll with Nijman at left tackle, which I'm fine with, but it's not an all-pro level. You're getting serviceable play. I think the interior is going to be fine with Newman and Runyon and Josh Myers. I think those guys are going to be fine. But then the big question comes to right tackle. Who's going to step in and play that? I don't know right now. And those are big question marks going into training camp on a team that you expect to try and win a Super Bowl, on a team that really needs to win a Super Bowl in the next three seasons with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know that you feel a whole lot of confidence in this offense going in other than the fact that 12 is still under center. And that's pretty much the only thing that's given me confidence in this Packers offense at this point is Aaron Rodgers. And the positive to all this is it's still Aaron Rodgers, the back-to-back MVP. So if anyone can figure it out, it's going to be Aaron. So I'm excited to see what this Packers season could be as training camp gets underway today, their first practice, 
asking you guys, how good does this offense need to be to contend for a Super Bowl this season? 855-830-8648 on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. I'm Toby Altizer. That is Tim Shea here on the Wendy's Big Show. We'll get some of your responses next. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Wendy's Big Show, Toby Altizer in for Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Leroy Butler should be leaping into the studios here soon. Tim Shea producing the show to start here. And at Wendy's, you can get yourself some hot and crispy fries. Listen, Wendy's knows everyone hates cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's makes sure to serve them up hot and crispy all day, every day. Natural cut, skin on potatoes, fried to Golden perfection and perfectly sprinkled with sea salt, just the way they should be. Plus, Wendy's fries aren't like other fries. They're not going to be hot one second and then cold the next. They're served up hot and crispy every single time, standing up to any dip you throw at them. So grab your favorite sauce or a Frosty if you're into that sort of thing and taste the difference hot and crispy can make. Head to Wendy's today and get your order of hot and crispy fries at participating U.S. Wendy's. 855-830-8648 on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line. Again, how good does this offense need to be to contend for a Super Bowl? Let's get out to Mike in Green Bay. Mike, what's going on? Hey, I I guess I'm kind of wondering, you used the term the defense is going to be an elite defense this year. Mm -hmm. Where do you figure, how do you figure that's going to happen? Or why do you figure that's going to happen? They well, were very the, average last year, and they're banking on two rookie first-round draft picks. But those rookies are going to make a difference. I think when you look at the way that they can come in, I think it's going to be second year under Joe Barry. They're going to know the scheme a little bit more. And I think the big thing for them is consistency. Because at times last year, we saw that defense play like a top-five defense. And then at times last year, we saw them play not so much like a top-five defense like you were alluding to. But you bring in Quay Walker, 
who I think is going to allow this defense to play a little more free. I think they're going to be able to stop the run out of the nickel, which is going to be big for them considering most teams are going to play the nickel almost as their base defense. And the Packers, for so long, struggled to play pass defense while also stopping the run, and I think they're going to be able to do that. You bring in Jaron Reed, you bring in Devontae Wyatt to help along that defensive line, and you just look around on paper, and yes, I know it's on paper. I know it has nothing to do with the play yet. We haven't seen them yet, but just looking around at it, I think there's really no weakness in terms of starters on this defensive unit. Well, and you've also got Jair Alexander coming off a pretty significant 100%. injury without surgery, so sure. we don't know about that. He's only got five games on the Joe Barry system, so he's still learning there. Rasul Douglas, yeah, he had a great year last year, but is, was he lightning in a bottle? I mean, there's a, I think there's more questions on defense than what we're kind of we're, – we're throwing it all on the offense again, all on the offense, all on the offense. You know, we lost Devontae. We know we lost Devontae. We've, hear, we've been hearing that since, you know, March. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and the other thing that nobody has brought up yet, they're just assuming special teams are, boom, they're going to just gonna be a mm-hmm. better special team unit. Are they? We don't know. We, you know, I, I think we, you know, we can't just assume that the special teams and defense are going to be stellar, stout, and it's all going to be on 12 and our lack of receivers. I, I just I think that's a little premature there. Yeah, I think that's a good point, Mike. Appreciate the phone call. I, I think it is a good point that he brings up that, you know, we have spent a majority of our time when we talk about the question marks around this Packers team. A lot of them are on the offensive side of the ball. You know, you look at the receivers, you look at tight end, offensive line, all things that I, you know, brought up the last segment. But you look at that defense, he's right. You have Rasul Douglas, he kind of came out of nowhere. Can we expect the same thing out of him? You hope so. I would think that Joe Barry's going to try to put him in as much of a similar role as possible so it's not catching lightning in a bottle with Rasul Douglas and he's able to replicate the performance he gave you last year. But yeah, I mean, let's not be ignorant to think that there's not a possibility he could take a step back. And then you have to look even at Devondre Campbell, too. He played at an all-pro level. Is he going to give you all-pro level play again after a similar sort of situation where he was a free agent that the Packers picked up and he wasn't a sought-after guy and they got elite-level production out of. So I get where Mike is coming from. I think those are good points. We definitely do need to look at those things, but I think overall a lot of Packers fans, myself included, are confident that this defense is going to be a really solid unit, and in order for them to be as successful as a football team as we want them to be, I think a really solid unit isn't going to cut it. I think they're going to have to be elite, and I think they have all the makings of being an elite defense. 855-830-8648 on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line. If you want to hop in, let's get out to Eric in Green Bay. Eric, what's going on? What's happening, Toby? How are you doing? Thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. How are you doing, Eric? I'm doing all right. I gotta, I gotta agree with you and kind of disagree with Mike there. First of all, on paper, this defense is stacked, and and last year, once they got everything going, I mean, they were they were very good, uh, especially in that last uh, game, and um, the secondary was very good despite missing Jair for an entire season because Stokes is a stud. Mm-hmm. So I think that they're going to be better next year, and better than really good means elite. I think you're right. I think that's going to be an elite unit. I think the special teams unit is going to be a lot better simply because of the coach. I mean, you can't say that they're not going to be any better when they get went from having, well, let's try this guy out to getting the best special teams coach in the league. 
uh, I think a lot of the drafts that they picked were Bisaccia drafts. So the, no doubt their special teams is going to be better. And then as far as the offense goes, I really think that this draft, that this last draft was, was outstanding. And I expect these three, the top three wide receivers to be big contributors this year um, in the offense and in the special teams. I think they drafted at least one of those guys to be return specialists. Yeah, I mean, um, I think Dubs, said, Dubs can step in right away, I think, and return punts. If they really wanted to, I'm not sure that they will, since he'll probably play a big role in offense, but Christian Watson return kicks as well. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they, they pick these guys that can that are kind of a, a not, not necessarily a Swiss Army knife, but can do both return and, and be a receiver. But the, the other thing is, that being said, Man, I don't see this offense necessarily looking the same, but I could see the same percentage of who touches the ball as the St. Louis Rams defense, uh, St. Louis Rams offense, I'm sorry, the greatest show on turf, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Back in the, what was it, late 90s, early 2000s. That was a potent offense, potent offense, and they did use a lot of wide receivers. Um you know, I, nobody talks about a Dick Vermeil tree. There's a guy who coached two different teams in two different eras of football, and the the Rams were the force to be dealt with at the time they were playing. And uh, what Jeff Fisher might be in that tree, um, but at any rate, I, I just see this offense looking a little bit more like that, and being every bit as potent. Because let me tell you something about Rodgers. If you followed Rodgers as much as I have. And I followed him in college because I'm a Cal fan. That dude had to change his game multiple times every single season. To start out the season with Chase Lyman, so he could just chuck the ball as far as he could, and nobody on the team on the field could catch it but sure. him. He wouldn't go down because of bad ankles. So then he'd start working sidelines with the other guys. There's no wide receivers that Aaron Rodgers threw to in college that are in the NFL. Yeah, this guy had to adapt his game all through a season, all sure. season long, and he, he is the master at it. So, Eric, appreciate it, man. I have no doubt. Yeah, have a good day. Thank you. Yeah, and I think he brings up a good point that Aaron, I think, has shown throughout his career that if he has to, he can make chicken pie out of. You finish the statement there. You know what I'm saying? Like he he can do stuff with a lot of nothing at times at receiver, but to do it for a whole season, Leroy to do it after coming off having Devontae Adams for years. He hasn't had to do it a whole lot, maybe a game or two at a time, but mm-hmm. now to do it for an entire season, that's kind of why I have question marks about this offense. Well, again, you have to lower the expectation a little bit because you just don't know. Christian Watson's on the pup list. If he wasn't on the pup list, then I can understand that. But there's one of your draft picks that won't be available today when they get going. Now, at any, at any time, they can activate him, but... Uh, if you're Amari Rodgers, you got to think, okay, what about me? Because I was supposed to be the, the turning mm-hmm. guy. I was supposed to be the heir apparent to Randall Cobb. But I would think this, though. I think if you ask LaFleur how he really wants to run his offense all the way back from three years ago, you'll see more of it this year, how <clears throat> excuse me, how he really wanted to do this thing. A lot of play action, a lot of movement, uh, take your shots when need be really to take pressure off of Aaron Rodgers having to make one of these guys a great player. Just let it come in the offense. Make the play call based on what the defense gives you. Aaron can get you in the right sets, and then you execute. 
I think the word would be on this def- offense would be to manufacture first downs. Just keep the chains moving. Because in years past, they always scored. They mm-hmm. were around, hovering around 30 points a game. And it really didn't get anything. But if you can get 25 to 26 points a game, give or take, you're going to be good. But that puts a lot of pressure on your defense. Now, I would agree with Eric with the special team, but they were the worst in the league. <laughs> so they got see if they're 23, it's going to be an improvement. Yep, yep. I mean, so, I mean, that, that really cost you a game. But the defense, it's not so much where they're ranked. If they're top three, top four, I don't really care about that. What I care about is taking care of your opportunities. Because there's a few plays, a handful of plays. If you make those plays, you're in two Super Bowls, two of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Brady threw you a lollipop right before half. You drop it. The next play, a Hail Mary throw to Scotty Miller, and they score. I mean, and then all you have to do on third and nine, third and seven to stop Debo Samuel, that, that field goes a lot longer and a lot more difficult. The guy picks up nine yards. It is just degrading in a way because you go home with all your stats, the MVP quarterback, top 10 defense. But the team that's what a quarterback they don't even want, Jimmy Garoppolo, goes to the next round. So my thing is opportunities, take advantage of that, and then they'll get everything they want in this season. It has to be Super Bowl. That's the Hall of Famer Leroy Butler. I'm Toby Altizer, and Tim Shea is producing the show here on the Wendy's Big Show. More comes up next. Wisconsin wide, the Big Show Radio Network. It's the Wendy's Big Show, Packers training camp. First practice today. Finally, football season is back, Leroy. I couldn't be more mm-hmm. excited to finally have it back. We're talking with you guys about it. How good does this offense need to be to contend for a Super Bowl? 855-830-8648 if you want to give us a call on the Van Horn Direct toll-free talk line, or you can tweet us at Big Show Network. You know, and maybe we're making some assumptions about this team, Leroy. Maybe mm-hmm. we are just assuming that this defense is going to be solid, and a lot of us assume that they're going to be one of the top units in the league. Okay, yeah. maybe there's... Maybe that's a little bit naive, but either way, we're going to make that assumption here. Maybe we're assuming about the special teams being better, but like you said, worse than the league. Only I mean, way is oh up. God. So the offense is probably the major question mark, and I think everyone is looking at it and thinking, how good can they be, one, and how good will they be, two? And maybe if they're able to kind of run what Matt LaFleur wants them to run, mm-hmm. because if you look at some of these other teams that run a similar system, and we've brought this parallel yeah. up before, yes, look yeah. at the Rams. They went to a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. Now they yeah. have better weapons, but they didn't have the quarterback. Yes. You look at the Niners. The Niners. They've been to a Super Bowl mm-hmm. with Jimmy G. They went back to an NFC Championship with Jimmy G. And they beat you twice. They've got the weapons, but they didn't have the quarterback. Can you yeah. get it done with the quarterback, but maybe not the weapons? Well, they had uh, Atlanta runs it, too, and, man, Ryan went to a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now, he took that offense to the Titans and didn't fare very well. But he was able to get the job, I think, mainly because he was a more stable-minded guy to say, I'll keep Mike Pettit on defense and retool the offense. But – not let's not get it twisted. Mike McCarthy's offense put up a lot of 
gaudy numbers. I mean, everybody was 80, 90 catches. I mean, a bunch of yards all over the place. But it just seemed like they had a problem with Mike McCarthy in the red zone. So I think if you're Matt LaFleur, you got to increase the red zone. One of the things that's a benefit being here is the weather. If you look around the country, man, there's a lot of these uh, training camps are going to be in, you know, in the 90s. It's, I mean, Green Bay this morning was 67. That's and I nice. I think on Friday it's going to be 57. That's nice. So you wake up, it's nice and cool. Because back when we did double two days, the morning we were in pads. In the afternoon, we were in shorts. And on Wednesday was special team day. So the, if you didn't play special teams, we were golfing. Or we was up in Milwaukee getting haircuts. So it was just amazing. But you kind of knew mainly by a week which team is out further. Now, traditionally, the defense is a, <clears throat> a, ahead of the offense because we don't have a lot of terminology. The offense, it's a lot of moving parts because it's a lot of people have to learn the offense in a different way. Mainly your offensive coordinator, who is your um, offensive line coach, Stenovich, he's the offensive coordinator now. I don't know if he's just – that name only, or they gonna let him call plays? I don't. I think Lafleur's gonna call plays. He's just gonna manage it. But you got Tom Clemens too, so you got a lot of chefs in this kitchen, mm-hmm. okay? And the guy serving it up, you gotta make sure he's in a good mood, okay? So, and when he's bringing it to the customers, the team, hey man, it's gonna taste just right. Because if something happens, they don't have to win thirteen games. But I think if you look at their particular schedule. You're thinking you got to come out of the box fast because you got yeah. two divisional games yep. right away. So, well, and your main one is week one. Well, yeah, you're going to be going up against the Vikings all year. That's yes. the team you got to worry about. They, I mean, they got a new coach, they got a new thing, but they still got great players. And they got Jefferson too. Mm-hmm. He went uh, number two in our fantasy draft a couple of days. You're already drafting fantasy. Yeah, that league. It's, it's a little early. It's, it's a free league. So okay, yeah. all right, no problem. So why y'all doing it this early? I mean, you got you guys need to get a job, man. But the guy took him number two. So I, I don't judge people, but he's going to put up big numbers. But, I mean, so my thing is each team has to feed off one another because during training camp, the offense was slow. The defense picked it up and vice versa. But in that first meeting, when they do their first practice, you got to make sure you have all your guys there. And it's going to – Bontiar is not there, you know, Christian Watson and Mason Crosby. But that's different. But you want to have as many guys as possible. Wasn't sure we'd be able to get him, but right now we'll get out to the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Joining us now, Tom Silverstein from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Tom, how you doing today? Good, good. How's it feel I'm to be covering football? So I can... I'm skipping stretching so I can be with you guys. A stretching? <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate it. We really do. How's it feel? Yeah, How's the no vibe problem. around Green Bay? How's it feel to have things back? Uh, it, I'm looking. That's pretty decent crowd here today. Not, not tremendous, but um, it's. I think it takes a little time to ease into it. And you know, the first practice is kind of short. And there's no pad, so it takes a little time to kind of. Get in the groove, I think. So, have you been able to find out more details about the extensions of the general manager and the head coach, or is it starting to just kind of slowly come out? Well, they at least acknowledged that it happened today, both guys. Um, yeah. I think, 
you know, what they try to do is keep those guys in sync, same number of years. Yep. So that they're together. Uh, you know, I'm sure Gutekunst got a raise, but, you know, more than likely it's LaFleur who got the really big boost. Um, you know, he ranked probably middle of the road in coaches' contracts at about $5 million a year. And he's probably around eight, would be my guess. And that's what McCarthy was making when he left. So, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he probably got a really nice, nice bump. Okay, well, so let's get into Batiari. I think that's what most people are thinking about because you got to do some shuffling around because Jenkins yeah. is not going to be there. So, were you surprised at him and Christian Watson and Mason Crosby? Is there anybody on that list other than Batiari? You was like, whoa, this is a surprise. Well, Bakhtiari was a little bit of a surprise. Um, I think the biggest surprise was that he had another procedure on his knee during the offseason. Mm-hmm. And um, that's number three. So, you know, that, that raises a lot of questions. Is not only is it when is he going to be back, but how well is it going to respond? They seem to think it's going to be fine, but they always say stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just going to be a matter of when he gets on the field and, um, how well he can he can hold up with that injury, and um, you know, there's guys who battle lots of knee injuries on the offensive line, and they're okay. But this has been pretty troublesome. I mean, it's what it's been a year and a half since he's done any real football, consistent football stuff. So. Yeah, because I, I was thinking about. Are they going to put Nosh maybe at left tackle? I think mean, they'll probably get you guys out of there before they do some of the team stuff. But I want to go to receiver now that uh, Christian Watson is going to be on the pup list. That opens it up for more guys. But do you – because we saw Julio Jones go to Tampa Bay. Do you think they may still try to bring in a veteran at some point or they'll just let the young guys roll with it? I think they're going to let the young guys roll. I asked Gutekunst about that today. Mm-hmm. He said, you know, the market's not real hot right now. And so they'll just roll with who they got. He's, he wants to see what they got. And I kind of understand that, you know. Yeah. You want to see <clears throat> what you got. and You don't want to overpay at this point in camp um, some guy who might end up being injured. I mean, Julio Jones is – a fine player when he's healthy, but he's really struggled with injuries. Yeah, that's and true. if they paid him $6 million, as NFL Network reported, that's a lot of money. And, you know, we don't know if it's guaranteed, but uh, maybe it's just to take a look at him during camp, and then they have to decide whether to keep him. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Talking with Tom Silverstein for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel here on the Wendy's Big Show one guy that was a surprising add to an injury list was Sammy Watkins on the NFI list. Do we have any sort of update on what that's about? Um, I don't know what it is, but it's not believed to be serious. It's, you know, what happens is guys, um, between the time they leave training camp and, I'm sorry, uh, mini camp, mm-hmm. and to the start of training camp, they work out on their own. And so if you pull a hamstring during that time, yep. That's away from the facility, and that's considered a non-football injury because it didn't happen while you were in the facility or training with the Packers or in a game. So more than likely, you know, he pulled a hamstring or tripped an ankle or something like that. But all 
Gutekunst and LaFleur didn't seem very concerned about it. A lot of those guys, you'll see, they just didn't pass their physicals. Right. And the Packers aren't going to pass their physical until they're sure they're healthy because once they pass them, then they got to pay them so if they get injured. So they want to make sure that everything is clear before they put them out there. So we're going to play back Brian Gudikin's presser in a little bit, and I know Matt LaFleur talked as well. Was there anything that stood out to you from either of their press conferences? Um, you know, I, I think we've touched on, on the two biggest things, uh, you know, Bakhtiari and um, the wide receiver position. I mean, those, to me, were the two most significant things we talked about. Talked about Aaron Rodgers being in, good shape and that they're not going to treat him any differently on the field, even though he um, missed all of the off season or, you know, 99% of the off season, um, they need to get him going with all these receivers. So um, I thought that was probably the most. Mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Tom, before we let you get going, what is one of your biggest questions? Because you pretty much studied this roster, the off season, now you got everybody in the camp. Uh, Rogers is in the camp. Devontae obviously is not there. Um, the Batiara thing came at a, a you know, time, the Christian Watson thing. What is one of your biggest questions that you have that maybe a story you're working on, other than working on a story about myself, but uh, that, yeah. you're, that you're looking forward to doing five questions with soon? What is one of the biggest things in, just in camp, not for the season, just in camp, one of your biggest questions? Um, I would say that, um, so for camp, I would just say who, who's going to emerge from the wide receiver group, you know, is Sammy Watkins any good, you know, does he have anything left? Um, is Alan Lazard as good as he thinks he is? And what do you mean? What what, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? Good as he thinks he is? What, what, what was said? Well, he, he, you know, he sat out. Um, off-season workouts and kind of a, what I assume was a protest over not getting a long-term contract. Ah, uh, that's just business. And, you media guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, he was away from his teammates and the workouts, and I'm sure he's in good shape or whatever, but he clearly, you know, he thinks he's the number one wide receiver, and so he's got to go out and prove it. And um so that, that, that's the big thing. Which of those guys comes okay. forward fastest? Uh, you know, the Watson thing, he's got to get back. You know, he's got to get out here because yes. um, camp goes fast. Now, next thing you know, you You're haven't right played, you haven't practiced. And so those are the biggest things. You think Sean right Ryan now. will be able to play now? I don't know if he's a tackle or a guard. I don't know, but yeah. there's an opening for him. That's the other thing. That that was my one. So one A was the receivers, and one B is how how is the offensive line going to shake out? Yeah, there's so many different options because mm-hmm. you know then they got to plan how is this going to work when Elton Jenkins comes back, and how's it going to work? You know, uh, if Bakhtiari comes back, they have to have a lot of uh, movable parts because they don't really know who's going to be where at the start of the regular season, who's healthy and who isn't. So I think what we're going to see is a lot of guys working at a lot of different positions to try to find out how uh, versatile they are. 
Tom, appreciate the time good today. Stuff, Tom. It's good to talk to you again as okay. training camp gets underway. You bet. Okay, Take now go guys. get to work. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there you heard from Tom Silverstein from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. And there you heard it, Packers. Training camp, first practice, getting underway. Tom Silverstein stepping away from the stretching portion to come talk with us. So we always appreciate that. We'll wrap up the first hour of the Wendy's Big Show coming up next. You're listening to the Big Show Radio Network. Wendy's Big Show as we wrap up the first hour here. Toby Altizer alongside Leroy Butler and Tim Shea here in the Lakeland University studios. And for me, the only thing better than eating Wendy's, Leroy, is earning more Wendy's while you eat. I had no idea they got this new loyalty reward program called Wendy's Rewards. The entire menu's up for grabs. Whatever food you order directly through the Wendy's app, Wendy's Mm -hmm. website, or at a restaurant counts for points. Every dollar you spend, you get 10 points. You can place your order for pickup or delivery with the Wendy's app or website. You're good. That's literally all you got to do. Mobile and website orders, add rewards points automatically. Done and done. It's the best and so easy. And if you're lucky enough, Gary Ellerson will pay for your Wendy's and you can get the <laughs> points for it. <laughs> That's the best way to do yeah. it. Wrapping up this Don't first hour. Don't tell guys I said this, okay? <laughs> yeah. I do kind of miss them, though. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I, I like to like, get on people's nerves. I can't get on you and Tim's nerves. I mean, Well, sure you can. No, if you really want to, you no, can. You guys are too nice. I can't wait for Steve to get back. Oh, man. <laughs> and I get up under Gary's skin. And I, that's not bullying because it's true. Like, if you say something about one of your friends, like, man, you, you're doing too much. Like, one of my friends. We keep him accountable. We went to a frat party at, at Florida State. He wore a tuxedo. <laughs> he went, rented one. I said, you're doing too much because, I mean, we were ripping him. And he, see, that's not bullying. Come here. Take that, boy. He had the ruffles, like the ruffles. Oh, yeah. What are the you whole doing, thing. man? They thought he was somebody's dad or something, <laughs> man. What are you doing? Come on, man. Girl, yeah, you, you got to keep you. your boys in check. Yeah, I'm surprised they let him in. No kidding, yeah. Yeah, that's like, come here, man. Let's have a, let's have a, a like a huddle. <laughs> You're doing too much. Yeah, that's probably a little too dressy for that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, little come nuts. On, man. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, sometimes you got to keep the guys in check. Just yes. wrapping up here, talking about the Packers offense. How good are they going to need to be to contend for a Super Bowl? I think they're going to have to give you similar type production what they've given you the last couple of years. Because in terms of And what part lines, of the field you want to drill down on? Oh, you got to be better in the red zone. You you've got to be better Thanks. in the red zone. When oh, okay. you get in the scoring zone, you've got to score the points because I don't know that in terms of yards and everything, if they're going to be as efficient mm-hmm. as they have been in years past, they're mm-hmm. not going to be moving the ball as prolifically. But I think your point of can you just be a chain mover? Can yes. you just make sure you keep That's moving it. the chains because give the defense a rest, let them come out more fresh, and if you keep them lower scoring games. I'm going to trust 12 in a two-minute drill with the game mm. on the line. I'm just going to trust him to win the games. And if you keep him giving him opportunities, I think mm. he'll come through for you. No question. And now, it also gives the play caller confidence. Oh, it's another first down. Mm-hmm. It's another first down. So 
and we'll get into it more, but yeah, I agree with you. The red zone has to be much better. Yeah, red zone offense. I'm excited to see what this Packers team can become because 13 wins last couple of years. Can they mm-hmm. do it again? But can they win in the playoffs? I think yesterday what you said, exactly. finish. That needs to finish. be the motto for That's the it. Packers this year. That's it. Finish 100%. Finish. Brian Gutigans talked to the media a little bit Good. earlier today. We're going to play that to start the second hour of the Wendy's Big Show coming up next. Border to Border, the Big Show Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 